Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso. There's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Dolo. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast being uh, covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is interviewing our third slut in two weeks. I'm Mal, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have the verbose Victor. And joining us this week, he was a third-round draft pick by the Nashville Predators in 2013. He's an actor, a hip-hop artist, but we know and love him as one of the sluts on Shorzy. Please join me in making some noise for Jonathan Ismail Diaby, a.k.a. Joe Dolo. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome to the produce stand. And before we begin, what do you want us to call you? Jonathan, Joe Dolo, Dolo? What, what would you it's up to you guys, but uh, the homies call me Dolo. Dolo? All right. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us, Dolo. It's 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 an honor to have you here, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Pleasure is mine. Now, I notice uh, you're you're in a really cool, it uh, looks like it's a recording studio, which is like one of my, indeed, um, one yeah, of my favorite places studio, to yeah. be in the world is in a recording studio. Is that your recording studio? Yep, that's my that's my studio. That's the studio we own. Uh, we just opened up for the clients uh, like a year ago, so now oh, it's nice. a pretty nice business we have. But uh, otherwise, it's been a, it's been our HQ for uh, the past four or five years, I'd say. Oh yeah. Now is that the same one shot in episode one of Shorzy, but from the other side? Is that your control yep. room? Oh, exactly. Dude. Yeah, that's the. I can show you like real quick. That's oh, oh wow, that's a sweet setup. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So where, where are you speaking to us from? Montreal. Montreal. Downtown Montreal, actually South Central, so a little bit south of Montreal. All right. And is that uh, home? Yeah, is that where you where you grew up? Yeah, that's where I grew up. That's where uh, that's where I was born. Then I moved to Africa for a year or two when I was really young. Oh, okay. And I came back here to start uh, school. Mm-hmm. And so after that, I moved uh, throughout with hockey and shit. But uh, yeah, out of Montreal, based out of Montreal and stuff, that's where we at. All right, well, and we'll get to the like the, the Shorzy stuff later, but right now we'll learn a little bit more about you because, yes, I mean, you are a hockey player. Uh, how did you get into hockey? I mean, you like, okay, you're born in Montreal, but you came or you, you moved to Africa for a while. How old were you when you came back from Africa? I was, uh, I was about two, three years old. You know, I was really young still. Okay. So, uh, I got into hockey because pretty much everybody was playing. Sure. Back when we were young, you know, we we're Canadians, everyone's playing hockey and stuff. I like my dad was to play, uh, used to play soccer. He was a big soccer player. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really, I played a couple of years, but I, it wasn't my thing. So everybody was started playing hockey. So I did. I was about like eight years old, you know. That's mm-hmm. when I got into the game pretty much. But so just because everybody was playing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, the athleticism that you, you got from your father, was your, is your mom an athlete at all or, or? Yeah. My mom was a swimmer, you know, she's not that big of an athlete nowadays, but uh, yeah, back in her days, she was a big swimmer. Sure. So, 
Yeah, he had good genes though. So uh so hockey yeah, yeah. was was yeah. kind of a natural choice being in Montreal. Yeah, Very good. Yeah, uh and when I mean when you got started uh like uh, you became pretty elite, I mean to be drafted. Uh, how did that go for you? Oh wow, it was uh it was a it was a crazy journey actually. You know, it was my dream uh, when I was young. I always wanted to play hockey. And then I got to pros and uh, things got I mean, I was really grateful at first, but then things got kind of complicated for me and stuff and uh yeah. I decided to come back home, but uh, it was, you know, it's like uh, a dream came true. You know, I, I I accomplished the dream. I accomplished the goal I wanted, I had as a kid mm-hmm. and I came back. But uh, honestly, you know, it's like, it's, it was a big lead. Like, the, it's like we made it, you know, it's, right. it's beautiful for me. It's sure. a nice experience, you know, but a lot of ups and downs, but uh, it was a really nice experience for sure. So, I mean, I looked at your hockey stats and um, forgive me for my ignorance. When, when is it uh, considered a, uh, a, uh, uh, Pro, like uh, you, you played in uh, QM AAA, uh, then you played QMJHL. That's all junior, right? That's all junior, mm-hmm. exactly. Until uh, I got to the AHL, and then I uh, played the AHL uh, and ECHL. Right. Okay. Like yeah, you were with AHL. Milwaukee and Cincinnati uh, AHL and exactly. ECHL. Exactly. Very cool. Milwaukee was Nashville's farm team, I think. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I see. And it, it, Cincinnati was what, like, uh, just a lo- level below AHL. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Just like. The, Fucking farm teams, farm team. Right, right. It's yeah. the ECHL. That's where the yeah, yeah. Uh, or, Orlando uh, Solar Bears play. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't that too? Uh, ECHL, that was a pretty tough league, right? I feel like that was like, uh, that league was known for a lot of like fighters and stuff. Yeah, it was right? a lot of fight. It was a lot of fighting. I was doing pretty good, actually. You know, I was I was not afraid of nobody, but uh, it was a pretty tough league, actually. Yeah. The HL was tougher, though. There was a lot of like older guys. Okay. More experienced guys, but uh, I mean the pros is the pros, you know. Like it's a different level for sure. <laughs> but but you you were def- playing D the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. So your stats, your stats. Don't be misled by the stats, right? Because yeah. these are not supposed to put up points. But you always had a good number of penalty minutes. Yeah, exactly. And these these are my first two junior years. You know, like you're missing the two other years, but mm. uh, I played four years junior, so you're missing like two seasons there. Way to go there, Victor. You had one job, man. You know what? I, the, the reason I put that up, it's literally the only hockey card that I could. So that's the back of a hockey yeah, card. Yeah, not much hockey card you can find. Oh, yeah, no. but I found that one. Yeah. So there you go. Well, <laughs> what we're referring to, because this is an audio-only podcast, sure. is Victor's, yeah, ba- Victor's background is the back of uh, uh, Dolo's uh, hockey card from when he was with the Victoriaville Tigers. or Tigers, Tigers. yes. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, I mean, let's get the heavy stuff out of the way because we want to talk about the lighter stuff, but I mean, we can't really tell your story without talking about, uh, I mean, and, and it's, it's mentioned, you know, in, in, uh, Shorzy, the footage of you going into the stands and stuff, that's all real footage. So when did this happen? So there, there was a, a, a racist incident at, at a game yeah, and it caused, that was, um, so that happened. So Pretty much short, long story short, after my pro years, when I came back home, I decided to play in a, a semi-pro uh, semi-pro league that's called uh, North American Hockey League, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a French league, Quebec thing. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we go there, play on the weekends, get a paycheck, come back. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, some people that harassed my parents in the stands and had fucking thrown like racial slurs and a bunch of things like a game prior to that event. And then yeah, that was like the the game the second game against them and then it was a big thing i had spoken to the commissioner and like the fans weren't supposed to be allowed in the in in the rink mm-hmm. and like uh i had scored a goal and then i don't know some guy wanted to fight me and then i went to the penalty box and then 
some father came out and started yelling some bunch of stuff. So then I I was like, yo, the commissioner wanted to show because they just, yeah. they, 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 they allowed the people to come back. So I was like, yo, I'll give him a show. You know, I'll try to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that's what happened. And then a bunch of things happened, but it was mostly just racial slurs, you know, like a bunch of fucking yeah. racism. It's horrible. <laughs> and, and I mean, I mean, it's, it's in the news again now, so it hasn't really changed. So one of our listeners questions yeah. to you, uh, was if you've seen uh, any improvement over when you were playing or or do you think it's still kind of the same? Nah, it's still kind of the same thing, yeah. you know? And it's like, I mean, the league I was in, the league that this happened is in Quebec. It's a Quebec league, you know, yeah. which is like, it's, it's different than like the pros and everything, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, I was still lots of issues in the pros, you know, like yeah. uh, still mainly like a white sport. Sorry if I, you know what I mean? But yeah, absolutely. But it is so like, it's not, I think back when I was playing the non and it was it's not even like black or fucking Asian or whatever. It's non-white. Yeah. The people, the the players that 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 uh were non-white, it was three percent, mm-hmm. I think, back when I was playing. Yeah. But like it's not a lot of like, you know, it's, it's still their world, whatever, you know, like so you have to abide by these rules or whatever. But uh, there's yeah. a lot of things that happen that's kind of uh, yeah, I, I I looked this up just so you know see where we are now and it, it right now if it, it it's like less than seven percent identify as non non white yeah which is a very low number and it's kind of like a catch twenty two right mm-hmm. you can say yeah. well it's a white sport because there's not enough um, other uh, uh, I guess minorities that play in it but then other minorities don't play in it because they don't feel welcome so yeah. it's you know so I you know that maybe will change 50 years from now but it's not yeah. going to happen overnight yeah it was also that like just to I mean hockey sticks are like four hundred dollars fucking yeah skates. it's it's an affluent game it's it's an expensive game it's not for everybody yeah, exactly you know so yeah so, so that's why there's a lot of improvements there, but uh, there's a lot of movement, lots of ex-players that are doing nice movements, you know, like Anthony Stewart, there's mm-hmm. the guys, the black guys too, they got a group, I forgot where they fucking, where they go, but Duclair, Matt Dumba, the guys are playing, doing nice things, so. Yeah, but we're getting there. as well. We're getting there, you know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now, um, so you were playing in this LNHH league, that's the Quebec yeah. league you were playing in. Um, for a couple of years, right up until what, 2020, right? That was the last year you, you played pro? Uh, right up to COVID pretty much. Uh, COVID. It happened. And then uh, I was like, nah, so like just took him up and then Shorzy came and all this stuff. So I was like, let's focus on the better things, you know? Okay. So, so is that why, you, so you quit? I mean, COVID, you stopped playing because of COVID basically or yeah. were, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I had to stop, you know, I, I still wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Then I had to stop and then I, I was at home, I was in the studio and stuff, and I was like, nah, this ain't for me anymore, you know? I Like, it's not worth it to go back and play for motherfuckers that, yeah. <laughs> excuse no. me, but for people that don't want me to play, you know? Like, it's Absolutely. no, it makes no sense, bro. Like, So did that make it easier to leave hockey then? I mean, it's a sport you've played your yeah, entire for life? Sure, for yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, 100%. Yeah. Like, I already had, like, a love and hate relationship with the sport, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from pros. But that was just to like uh, the cherry on top of the fucking Sunday. You know, it was just enough. I was like, nah, it's enough for me. Let's just focus on different things. And uh, now I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm living a good life and it's been fucking four years now almost. So yeah, it's blessed. Okay, so, so let's, let, oh, go ahead. So yeah, before we move on from, from hockey, like, I have two more questions for you just yeah. for the hockey fans out there. One is when you were a kid and you were still excited about hockey and yeah. you, you weren't thinking about any of this garbage, who were some of the players that you looked up to? Oh yeah, great question. 
And then I have, I'll follow up uh, yeah. that with one the, more question after that. There wasn't that many players. Um, I was, I was blown away by Alex Kovalev. I really liked this style, the, the, yeah. like, the style of game and stuff. Sure. But I related more to uh, Dion Phaneuf. Mm-hmm. Big, definitely. yeah, big guy. Yeah, I was yeah. looking up to back in the days when he was with Calgary, man. This guy was a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, he was something else. <laughs> so I like that was my era when I was young and like started to like take hockey more seriously. You know, I was like looking up to guys, and he was a guy that I was trying to play like a game. Mm-hmm. Nice, of, for sure. And, and and so now that you're kind of moving on from hockey, are you? Uh, are, are, do you think you can still kind of enjoy it as a fan? Or yeah. it's just too much bad taste for you? No, no, I can enjoy it. You know, like playoff comes, uh, I'll start tuning in more, you know, but I'm like, I'm getting busy. You know what I'm saying? We, we busy in that like entertainment business and stuff. So like, uh, it's not much time to just sit around and fucking watch hockey or whatever, you know, for me, yeah. I, I I could actually do it, but I, I, I take my time with different things. But like I said, uh, I'm still a fan, you know, I'm still a diehard Montreal fan, you yeah. know, like, Playoff mm-hmm. comes, it's it's my team, you know. I'll, sure. I'll defend them till the end. I'm sure you other you have other good qualities about. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we we can't abide yeah, by hockey, uh, honestly. Yeah. And it's crazy because like it's kind of weird because my entire life was based on hockey, you know. Like literally, I like like my my hockey was my life for sure. the longest time, you know. But uh, yeah, man, I just kind of turned my back to it and now I'm doing my thing. But uh, yeah, bro, I'm going to watch a game uh, in a couple of weeks with the boys. And uh, we're gonna actually catch the Habs against the Leafs. You know, I'm still a good fan. I love the game. Yeah. You know, well, and they they just announced uh, your your former uh, team in Milwaukee. They just announced the Shorzy Night. So I guess this yeah, is a fact, thing I'm going now. Back to, I'm going back to Milwaukee. You know, like it's amazing. Good stuff, you know, so like, it's funny. You know, I left there. Now I'm going back for a different for 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 what I'm trying to do for real. You know, mm-hmm. so yo, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm grateful for everything. Honestly, that's very great. nice. Uh, so when when did uh, music become a, uh, enter your life? Um, that was always like a part of my life. You know, I always was a big music fan, mm. you know, always just a music fan. But then, uh, I got, when I had, when I signed my, con- my, my contract, my first hockey contract, I had a friend that was kind of in and out of bullshit and a bunch of stuff. And I kind of put money aside for him to get like studio equipment, mm-hmm. put him in a studio. So that was my first experience with like, a the, the, like the, making of you know like the, the the behind the scenes of all this this stuff and i really enjoyed like all the process and everything so i think it was my second pro year i got or my third pro year i think i got a little setup back in cincinnati uh to record myself and a bunch of things so i started taking it more seriously and then when i decided that i wanted to leave it was easy it was just like yo let's get some money open a studio and just do it you know mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, I've been like going hard, like twenty four seven. It's my day job, you know. Like literally, don't do nothing else. But uh, yeah, so it's been like four or five years, you know. Just like, just a little bit before hockey, I started uh, making the music. Yeah, very good. Now, when you uh, kind of told your teammates, "Hey, uh, uh, to you, I'm Jonathan, but I'm Dolo," and check out my. I didn't tell him. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's like an actual fucked up thing, though. Like. Hmm? I still had a year on my contract right. with Nashville and I was just fed up with hockey, man. I was just like, so like everything was pissing me off. So I finished the year in Cincinnati and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but like they call this black cases. So like at the end of the year, let's say you're in the farm team at the end of the year, if your NHL team is still 
like playing, you can go up and practice with the guys and do all this stuff. Right. So I was, I was, I was in Cincinnati. So I was going to be a black ace in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the roster. They already had, I think it was nine defensemen on the roster at the time. So I knew I was going to play maybe one game just so the guys could like ease up before playoffs, you know? And I was like, not with it. I was just so fed up. So I literally just, I called my agent. I was like, yo, can I just leave? Mm-hmm. Like what happens if I leave? He said, yo, come back home. Uh, we'll do some paperwork, whatever, but uh, we can terminate your contract, you know? Right. And like, you won't owe no money, whatever. Like that. So I just literally, you know, I, I was in Cincinnati. I drove like six hours to Milwaukee, emptied my apartment, drove down to Michigan, slept there for like a couple hours and came back home. And that's like the next day, like, uh, yo, everybody was looking. Like, they didn't know. I didn't talk to nobody, actually. Mm. Literally, I haven't, like, to this day, like, till the day they called me to see if I wanted to go back for Shorzy Night. I haven't spoken to anybody of the organization. Oh, really? Nashville or Milwaukee. I spoke to a couple of guys. But that was about it, you know. Well, and, um, and Andrew, yeah, the, no. Andrew, who plays Goody on on Shorzy, he was your teammate then as well. No, no, no. Him, oh. uh, I met him on Shorzy. He was. Uh, oh, because isn't he also going going for that Shorzy night uh, in in yeah, Milwaukee? He's going to, because um, I don't know. I guess fucking I don't know. It ended up <laughs> happening, you know. But oh, okay. We'll have to ask gonna, him then. When, when we hopefully we'll get him on and we can ask. Yeah, him. I think they were like they asked me. Uh, to ask the guys or whatever, and mm-hmm. then I called Kara, which is the producer. Yep. I was like, yo, Kara, just handle this for us, you know? And then the flyer came out. She's like, yo, you're going with address and I it's no more. Oh, great. So, okay, and this is a little bit of an embarrassing question because I am a musician and I, and, uh, you know, the the dream back then, you know, 20 years ago was I wanted to be just like you with a recording studio and everything. But I, I don't, you know, my, my, you know, hip hop and rap aren't my, my main yeah. uh, genres. What's the difference? <laughs> Are you a hip hop artist, a rap artist, or what's the difference? Uh, so rap is hip, like hip hop would be the culture, right? Okay. Hip hop is like a, it's a bunch of uh, disciplines. You have MCing, mm-hmm. you have graffiti, you have dancing, you have DJing and beatboxing. All right. So, oh, I see. Bob's hip hop, right? So uh, I am rapping because I MC. you know, at the, at the beginning, I'd be an MC, right? Yeah. Now we call it like he's a rapper or whatever. But uh, no, there's no difference between hip hop and rap. You know what I'm saying? It's it's pretty much the the same thing. Rap okay. is the hip hop culture, pretty much. Good, because when I was writing your intro, I'm like, is he a rap artist, a hip hop artist? I didn't want to insult yeah. you by saying one and you're the no, other, right? No, so. no, both would be uh, excellent. Both would be perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, all right, well let's let's so let's get into the show. I mean, so you've you you, you retire from hockey. Uh, you've got this music career going. How do you meet Jared Kiso? Where do you meet Jared? Honestly, I don't meet him. Mm. I he sees I guess he sees fucking everything happening on the news or whatever because right. in Quebec he made kind of a pretty big deal, right? And he's yeah. uh he's dating Mag, which is a Quebec girl too, so he lives mm. in Montreal. So I guess he's heard of all that. And he's a hockey fucking nerd. So he I guess he saw that and then um yeah, I never met him actually. I guess he saw me in the streets one day. He saw he told me that first day on set he's like yo i saw you one day in the street and i wanted to come up to you and tell you i was making the best hockey show ever but i was i didn't want to like i didn't want to spoil you whatever so I, so like, wait <laughs> your first time meeting jared kiesel was on set was like a week uh, before i met him on zoom uh, right the week before i was in Sudbury type of thing you know? wow okay yeah, or maybe like i say a week man I'm, yeah time's kind of yeah, weird maybe a month or whatever you know yeah, but yeah, i met yeah. him once on zoom 
And that's when you told me everything. No, the first, uh, it was Kara. Kara, how did I meet mm -hmm. through Instagram? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of crazy too. My dad had passed. My dad was African. So I went back to Ivory Coast to bury him and stuff. Right. And Kara um, messaged me through Instagram the second day. The day after the fucking funerals, I think. Yeah. And I was oh, like, wow. yo, I think this is a joke. She's like, yo, I have this big TV opportunity for you. But I thought it was a joke. I didn't answer. Then they... She messaged like my team, my camera guy, and then he was like, "Yo, this gal is trying to, she's trying to talk to you for real, you know." So then I spoke, I took the phone and I spoke to Karen. And she was like, "Yo, how'd you like to play yourself in the letter? Can you spin off?" Blah blah. I was like, "What the hell?" But like, wow, I didn't believe it for a second. Amazing. You know I mean, <laughs> so I mean, at any point, did you ever like? Did you ever have any aspiration to be to get into acting? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you did. did. I did like. uh couple of gigs here and there by here, you know? Mm -hmm. I did the, there's another hockey show that people did here called the Domaine des Hommes, like French thing. I was on that. Oh, okay. So did uh, another thing called the, uh, fuck, what was it? Fugueurs. That was a hip hop thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I did that. So like, and I left hockey to make music and kind of be in the entertainment business. Right, so like, right. Okay. You, you know? And also every video, like he's he was a fan too, like the music a little bit. You know, I did festivals, he saw this shit. So like mm -hmm. all the videos we made, we produce it ourselves too. So like he knows I like he knew I wanted to like you know be in that business, whatever. So he kind of just so why don't we pause there for a second? We'll come back to uh Kiso. So tell us about your videos. Like how much creative do you have over it? Because you know, uh I've I watched a few of the, mm -hmm. your videos yeah. on YouTube and they're they're actually really good. Mm -hmm. So you. like is that you or is there kind of other creatives? Yeah, uh, no, it's me and and the camera guy pretty much, you know, the team. Um we sit down and we just go crazy on the scripts or whatever, you know, and and, and but I, I work with the same two guys. I've been working for, with the same two guys, so it's been the same team for a little bit, so we kind of know how to roll. But, uh, yeah, I, I create, I direct all of my videos myself with the homies, you know? So, um, yeah, and if, we even made a, but that's not out yet. It'll probably be out within the next year. But now it's running in festivals. We made a short movie called Black to the Future <laughs> that's running in festivals right now. Oh, cool. So that's going to come out maybe hopefully next year. But, um, nice. yeah, I've always... Like loved all the direct, like directing. Do you, do you have a, like a background education in that? Like, I mean, people go to school for this stuff. Yeah, so bro, you, you people know, people go to school for this shit, but I don't. <laughs> like, that's what I tell my people. My host, like my people, been to school. You know. Yeah. I'll, like the people I'm with, they all been to school. Oh, okay. That's you just sur you surround yourself with good. Yeah. DOP, you know, I surround myself with people that got background. They all got the the degrees and all this stuff. But me, bro, I had a different route. You know, like I, I was. Just, playing and then fucking doing my thing you know so like it was different it was no time for school you know it was like i was 16 and my coaches was like yo if school is uh if school if you if you had a bad game because of school is like drop out of school you know that's yeah. what the coaches was <laughs> young so like the school wasn't you know so you're in montreal so you're perfectly bilingual um and i mean i've heard a lot of your tracks and and uh, it's almost a 50 50 split between french and and english yeah, yeah. Was, well, first of all, what are you thinking? What language are you thinking? English or French? It depends on the day, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> it depends on the day. It's like, it's crazy. But like you said, Montreal, like, every, like Montreal is super bilingual, you know? Yeah. But then I lived in the States for like four years. So like when I was in the States, my, my mind, my whole mind switched to English. You know, that's okay. what I realized. I started calling my mom like, man, here it's like mama, you know? But like I, call, I started calling my mom, mom. 
Right. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck, something is changing. <laughs> she like, said, you're no. changing. You're changing, Dolo. Stop changing. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I would hit my toe in a corner or whatever. Back in, in normally I'd be tabarnak, you know? Yeah. But I, I started saying, fuck me and shit like that. I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm English now. Yeah. Well, the reason I, the reason I'm asking those because uh, so what would be what's the, what would you find is the hardest to write in in English or French for for hip hop right like I, I, I can't know. imagine how, first, how I started writing in English because my mind was in English you okay know? yeah and honestly it's diff like I'm having fun like I said it's I don't know it depends on the day like you mm -hmm. know I try not to force like I and that's something I'm actually learning as we speak still because. It's the French part is still kind of new to me, you know. I okay. started making it, doing it in English, but now I know I could do it in French sometimes. So now it's like managing my time and all this shit. But now I'm like, yeah, no, like managing. Sometimes we'll do French, sometimes we'll do it in English, yeah. and we'll keep times to just create with whatever comes, you know. But well, well uh, writing in French, I mean, you got to conjugate that shit in French, right? So that's that's got to be tough. <laughs> but it's it's another yeah, it's another discipline. It's less flows yeah. and it's more like syllables and like, right, like. Uh, di uh, diversity of words, you know, it's more words in French. Mm -hmm. So like, it's might be easier cool. just because everything ends in a, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to rhyme, but maybe not uh, yeah. syllables. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was that uh, racist. I shouldn't have said that. Eh? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's a funny. Yo, it's cool though. It's crazy, yeah. and it's like Montreal. It's like this because we're like we so bilingual here. You know, it's like different type of uh, culture here. You know? mm -hmm. like, yeah. So you, you get approached by by Kara and 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 Jared, this guy you've never heard of before. Like, did you were you even aware of Letter Kenny? Or is no, that I didn't even know a Letter Kenny. No, like, like <laughs> she was like, yo, she's like, oh, I'm doing Letter Kenny. Did that? I'm like, hold on, I have to go and, Google and watch it because I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking to me about. Yo. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw. A meme when I googled it, I was like, oh, okay, that's what I've been seeing. Because, like, you know, I'm in hockey, I've been in hockey, like, I've seen this shit around, sure. you know, but I didn't know what it was. And then I was like, oh, okay, no, that's huge, you know? Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck. I think I told her, like, uh, let's get it or something like that, you know? And then she just started laughing. She's like, oh, that's new. I was like, yeah, let's get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, whatever. I came back to, because I was in Africa, so I came back to Canada, came back to Montreal, and uh, was on like bigger calls and all this shit, and then got this script and all that. And then, uh, yo, we started doing this thing. Man. It was crazy. Now, Letter Kenny's very kind of Ontario centric, especially. Did do, did you understand it? Like, or was it a lot of stuff yeah, that yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah? Yeah, I do. Like, so I was in Wisconsin, then like I was in Kentucky, like places where motherfuckers speak different, you know? Like, yeah. it was, so I, maybe at first, sometimes I had to, like, you know, take a second to pick it up, but uh, no, no, it's fine. It's like, to my entourage, like my family don't really understand it, you know. That's what's funny too, you know. It's like Shorzy is so funny, but mm -hmm. they won't understand everything, you know. It's like it's jokes. Yeah. So, all right, you're you're now you're in <laughs> you're in Shorzy. You're, you're acting as yourself. I mean, first of all, that that had to be a little flattering. I mean, that they basically yeah, wrote this this part that's ba that's you. They wrote you into the story. Yeah, that was fucking cool, man. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It was like a win for me, you know, because I left fucking professional hockey to build this brand, this mm -hmm. global brand and all. And, and now that this guy was like, yo, how'd you like to just come and be up, be yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah that was pretty huge for me. That was, yeah, that was big for me. And uh, part of the, I mean, uh, the deal was, was it that, did he, did Jared say, hey, we're, we want to feature some of your music in the soundtrack or was that something that kind of, uh, uh that came afterwards came after yeah that came afterwards it was at first it was only like 
are you down with the project? Can I keep writing, you know, a script with your name and your entity and all this stuff? And then uh, I don't know when the mute. I think when I got the script, yeah, like maybe two or three months prior to put to to, to shooting, uh, everything is just laid down, and then that's what I saw, like "Feel Blessed" by Joe Dolo, you know, and then and I was like, oh fuck, that's dope. And then oh, nice. after that, we figured all the paperwork and all this stuff. But yeah, it was like um, I didn't know. So it was know. it was already their idea that they were going to use some of your music and in, in the yeah in the it was his idea I think yeah. you know it kind of makes sense you know if you're gonna bring in still like this rapper guy ex, like hockey makes sense to play some of the music too but I was not you know gonna say anything but uh, yeah I was just so grateful I saw that so there's feel blessing that's the intro episode two and there's also no discussion in episode two also and there's a song that plays in the background of episode six also so I was like. Mm-hmm. And that Jared just called me one day. I was here actually. I'm here every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was here and uh, he was like, "Yo, remember uh, that scene at the apartment?" Blah blah. blah. He's like, uh, "I'm wondering what song to put." You know. But I sent him like, "Fucking, I think ten songs." You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, "Nah, just pick your song." I was like, oh, "Okay, bet." And then I said like, "All oh, that." And he's like, "All right, let's do it." So it was, that was kind of cool, you know, for me to have this little kind of uh, creative say in it. And, and all that it was, it was amazing actually now one of the things i love about what what they do in shorzy is it's 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 a perfectly bilingual show in that you speak only french for the most part i mean every once in a while you'll drop some english and that it's very impactful but you speak french and they don't even try to translate anything you, you it's just if you don't understand you don't understand like it's yeah, just yeah i love yeah. it yeah I love it too. I, 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 it shows uh, what Canada is, you know. Mm-hmm. It shows what Canada is, and like, I think, um, and even on set, it was funny because some like the cast doesn't speak French, you know. Like Jared speaks French, but they're fucking Harry mm-hmm. doesn't speak French, you know. Like and stuff yeah. like that. So like, I would talk, but they say we had to repeat sometimes because we had to practice sometimes because they didn't know what the fuck I was saying, so they didn't know <laughs> when to come in. You know, it was right. funny. <laughs> like when you hear that sound, that's when you come in. You know, it's mm. like it's funny. When you were Celine Dion part, that the only part that you ever said in no, English. No, it was uh, yeah, Shanae. He I said that don't uh, that don't yeah. pre- impress me much or something like that. It was, that and I think at <laughs> the end too is uh, when Shores is puking at the end, like yeah. the last game. I forget what I, I forget what it. Forget what it is. It's like uh, we have to leave an impression or some shit like that. You know, yeah. like we got to leave an impression. Some stuff. Well, I mean, the beauty of having you only ever speak French is when you do drop anything in English, it's more impactful. It's it's you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. it hits it's hits it hits exactly. differently, right? No, honestly, uh, Jared, bro, he's, he's. I keep telling him, bro, this guy's a genius, man. Like mm-hmm. fucking uh, the way he writes everything, the way he just thinks of everything. You know, all these little aspects are just like so important, but he thinks of them all and creates a amazing show though. yeah well we had your buddy uh, max buffard on last week um, and uh and he he said that uh, you guys have become pretty good friends pretty tight uh you spent a lot of time together um yeah we spent a lot of weed together yeah and we we asked him this question we asked terry this question as well we had terry on uh last thursday uh so i think we're gonna get like a, a bit of a consensus from all the sluts bowl or no bowl when you eat a stick i <laughs> mean Depends on who you are, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would go with a bull. I oh, really? Well, bull. Who? Oh, come on. That, that, now, here's a cultured... Uh, <laughs> no, no, let the man answer. No. Hear him out. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to speak my truth. No, it's because if I'm at home, I'm going to use a bull. Really? If I'm Thank you. Home. But 
let's say we out in the room or whatever, you know, like yeah. you, you, you just stick right there, you know, it is what it is. But I ain't go, like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a bit bougie that way. Where I can use a bowl. I love that home. that's considered bougie. <laughs> hey, dude, especially if you're eating one, one of those sticks with all the nuts over it. Yeah, if you're not using a bowl. Where do you think those nuts are gonna end up? Bro, yeah, yeah. Like, you know gonna fall on the floor max dropped a stick on the floor but it turned out funny because it's in the scene and it's like he's looking on the floor like this yeah. and this thing but he actually <laughs> dropped it on by accident you know it was fucking jokes we were all laughing in the yeah. back but yeah that's amazing Ball. so it looks like you guys have a lot of fun on that set yeah is sure. it hard not to to uh to laugh is it hard to contain yourself honestly i was amazed i was amazed how professional everybody was like not gonna lie I was truly amazed. But at times, like, yo, it was just too funny. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. honestly, like, I'm the type of guy to, I'm, I'm an easy laugh. Like, I, I laugh so easily. So, like, I would say sometimes I was laughing when maybe I should not. But, no, people were professional. But, yeah, there's mad times where, like, yo, you're almost pissing your pants, you know? Like, right. uh, you're rolling on the floor and shit. Like, it's like, <laughs> okay, we're going to take a five because, like, it's just too funny. You guys can't, <laughs> like, it's funny. So, I mean, what what were some of the? Can you talk about maybe a favorite moment on set uh, that that you can think of, um, or you know, a, a memorable moment? There was a lot, you know, there was mm. a lot of pretty cool moments, but uh, just the just the like the partnership, the you know, like the camaraderie every day, like, and it was, I mean, me for, I mean, all the slots for the most part, we were non-acting guys, you know, and yeah. I think that was like the the most enjoyable thing because we were like we all didn't know what the fuck kind of wanted to expect you know yeah or what the fuck we was doing type of thing yeah and uh to have like tazzy tails on the set and like people that were really like you know jared and stuff like that to, like pe- like veterans you know like they were the vet- they were our veteran presence you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like yeah every day so that was memorable for real for real like just for, like little details like that everyday camaraderie but it was also like hockey guys in a room so it's just a bunch of fuckery you know it was an amazing step for an amazing fucking job did, did you have a hard time keeping a straight face during serious shooting yeah there was uh like this like a couple times that uh, uh pepe panini you know a couple of scenes there and the scene uh, episode six in the apartment it took us a while to do you know when the uh, <laughs> JJ was uh, getting caught and all that. Uh, <laughs> like, I think Jared comes in the apartment and we like all go like this type of thing. Yeah, we're all kind of surprised. Like that took us a while. We had to change eyelines because me and Jared couldn't look at each other because we couldn't get shit done. It was just so funny. So we're like, so he was looking that way. I was looking this way, and we yeah. kind of made it work, you know, because uh, we just couldn't. But it was funny. Yeah. And then you have Vic Sexual in the background. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> fucking. And sometimes he would forget it. You know, it's funny because see, it's Jacob was doing it. You know, he's super on point. But let's yeah. say he forgets it. Sometimes it was too funny to him. You just like it was. It was. You know, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> well done. Um, I asked this of Max, and, and I think we asked this of Terry as well. When you guys got on the ice, because I mean, the brilliance of this show, as far as I'm concerned, is his casting of the sluts. Uh, you guys are players first and actors second, and that's pro- that, that's what I think makes the hockey scenes look more authentic and 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 better right um when you guys get on the ice though you guys are competitors still does it get competitive do you guys kind of get chippy with each other on the ice yeah for sure it's like uh 
you there's not uh much room for error mm. you know what i'm saying or uh or else uh people will let you know that you fucked up right right but uh it's like it's not real games that we're playing out there you know it's no. not everything is staged but uh, like i said it's like there's no room for error you need to make a pass it's better be a nice pass you know because right. uh, the gyms will let you know or fucking oh, the gyms. whatever anybody will let you know you know yeah so uh yeah for sure like i said it's the hockey players you know we're still players mm-hmm. before so like anything we do it's like to the fullest so so it's fucking- i asked this to the other two and i won't tell you who they said but who's the best player on the ice when you guys are all on the ice me for sure I think. <laughs> I better better than the eighth overall draft pick. yeah better than terry ryan that's <laughs> old this man's old. He's old. Okay, good. I, um, I hope- Uncle Terry. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. That's a great answer because I think Max was was very uh, um, uh, diplomatic when he said Terry because you know he went he went by track record you know being the 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 yeah, draft pick. Me, but I'm just I'm just being competitive there. You know, no, it's, it's good. It's good. Com- it's competition good. is good, and I believe Terry still got it for real. For real, I'm, I'm playing with Terry, but he still got it. Yeah, it's pretty impressive at his age to be still like in, in that shape, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. I've got some uh, questions here from uh, our, our listeners, so uh, I'll, I'll uh, ask them out. Well, what? Well, Dennis asked about who, which of the sluts is the best hockey player. So, so you you, you say it's you, and 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 kudos, uh, respect. I think uh, <laughs> I think you have every right. Um, <clears throat> uh, Tobias asked about how you got started on your musical career, but I mean, you started that already but so who are your influences that's kind of part two of his question Oof. and i would say like hip-hop because yo my dad being from africa i was listening to like some weird shit when i was young like sure people, yeah some stuff like motherfuckers never heard of you know yeah but um uh like hip-hop people like 50 cent lil wayne mm-hmm. wiz khalifa uh like denzel curry was super nice too you know just don't let little wayne play the guitar and everything will be all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> why victor did he destroy a guitar or something is that no, no. there's oh. there's there's a infamous uh, video clip of him just this just just making guitar players cry oh yeah yeah. yeah oh is he really good is that no 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 he's, he's awful gotcha okay yeah, yeah no, he's stick, stick to rapping right exactly okay <laughs> and and tobias has uh got a part three to his question will you do a u.s tour i think he's interested in seeing you uh live in the u.s yeah um, we're working on that right now it's a bunch of logistics we're working on but uh hopefully in 2023 we'll be making uh, our way down to the states uh, in 2023 that's that's awesome all right um yeah. and i mean i guess you, you can attribute i guess uh shorzy to some of your like like bringing more focus more uh recognition to your music yeah definitely mm-hmm. for sure like uh, a lot of new faces a lot of new people listening a lot of new like like you know i had a decent listening in the states but now it's like pretty big you know it's yeah like i can actually go and and do shows and, and sell merch and all that stuff. So like, yeah. Amazing. Shorzy uh, really uplifted my career hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think uh, when you go down to Milwaukee for your Shorzy night, you should, you should have a, a show. Like you should yeah. open it. We're uh, working on that. It's kind of uh, short notice in the industry, but yeah. um, we'll have something going for sure. Very cool. Uh, our, our friend, Aaron, she, uh, in, in, in light of, that's all right. Bless you. In light of uh, season 11 of Ladder Kenny, I don't know if you've watched it yet. Um, I haven't seen the season 11 yet. No, but uh, episode one is all about ch- chip flavors. And Aaron wants to know what your favorite flavor chip is. Shit. <laughs> now, 
It's a tough one because growing up, I was a ketchup uh, oh, ketchup guy. Okay. Sorry, you old man. Bless, Bless you. <laughs> That's what happens to a black man in Canada, bro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you can't use that excuse anymore, man. You've been here your entire life. You're a fucking <laughs> hockey player. <laughs> yeah, bro, no, but I'm telling you, it's weird, bro. And my mom was in the, on the plane. Like, Sorry, I'll get back to your question. It's all good. Mom, I kid you not, we're on the plane. We're leaving. I'm in Montreal. I have allergies like this every yeah. third day, second day, okay? Yeah. I go anywhere in the world, bro, the States, mm. Africa, whatever. I was on my with my mom on a trip to Jamaica. I did not sneeze once for two weeks. I came back on the plane. I'm sleeping on the plane. <laughs> I get waking up because I start sneezing. Oh, no. I look at the thing. We're 15 minutes away from landing, bro. Uh, <laughs> you're, just, you're allergic to Montreal. You need to move to Toronto. That's all. <laughs> bro, it's crazy. But yeah, what was the question? Favorite chip, favorite chip flavor. Favorite chips, ketchup when I was growing up, but now I'm, I like the barbecue. Oh, there you go. Yeah, barbecue is nice, but you got to mix it every once in a while. Our friend Awesome, uh, she she uh, she has a couple of questions. First of all, how did it feel to have so many of your songs featured on the show? You kind of covered that, but I mean, it's cool, right? It's fucking cool, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's like, uh, it's rewarding, you know, because... Uh, so I'm not doing this for the money or whatever. It's like a therapy for me, but to see that people like it and for it to be like uh, showcased in like TV shows and stuff like that, it's different. It's a different feeling mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, her other question, and it's just her her usual question because she's the moderator of the Letter Kenny and Shorzy subreddits, is okay. I, I think she'd probably want to know whether you'd be interested in doing an AMA on uh, Reddit and ask me Shout. anything. Yeah. All right. I'll put I'll put her in contact with you then. When uh... <clears throat> sounds good. Our friend Casey, she wants to know about the first time you met Jared and Ryan. Why would he want? To, she want to know about Ryan. Maybe she's uh, it, do you, how, they're how, friends. Oh, are they? Okay. So yeah. how do you know Ryan? Uh, well, I fucking met him on the set actually. Uh, as well. I met okay. Ryan, um, he came in. It was like so before shooting we. There was a bunch of us that went to Sudbury for like uh, like two weeks prior to shooting to like mm-hmm. get on the ice and kind of get to know each other. So that's when I, I met uh, Jared first. And then um, I met uh, Ryan on the ice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> on the ice. Uh, actually, no, he wasn't on the ice, but he came in the room. He mm-hmm. came in the room with all his equipment. And then he started actually skating around and stuff. But that's when I met him. But Jared, I was on the ice too. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, cool, cool practice. Um, and then uh, Aaron wants to know because uh, we had a, a bunch of our listeners who went up to Sudbury for the Shorzy night a, a few weeks ago. How was that? Uh, they, they loved it. They had a great time, and and it was a yes. bunch of you, people from all over the U.S. who flew and drove up to Sudbury just for that night. Wow! And uh, they got to hang out with with Max and and had That's a great it. time, and they loved it. Uh, and Aaron was one of them, and she wants to know uh, where uh, you know what was your go to place post shoot or like restaurant or bar in Sudbury. Go to place. Yeah, I don't even know, but I remember it was a restaurant called Shoeless Joe's. Oh, okay. They don't have those Shoeless. in uh, Quebec. Shoeless no. Joe's. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, they're pretty. Shoeless Joe's was fucking dope. Yeah. All right. But, uh, the go to place was Max's basement. Man, I ain't gonna lie. We was at Max's basement every week. Really? Like every because it was COVID too, so you couldn't. Oh, really, yeah. You know, oh, they man. didn't want us to go and That's and right. It's like uh, okay. Go to well, place in Sudbury is definitely Max's before. Max Bufar's basement. A basement. The next time we go up to Sudbury, we're gonna have to like knock on Max's door. No, for real. 
<laughs> Very good. Uh, I've got uh, one last question that usually asked by our co-host who didn't make it tonight, Matt. But he he always likes to ask, um, you know, how does it feel to be part of a you know of 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 a basically a, a cult favorite show like Shorzy? I mean, it's 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 only one season in, but because of Letter Kenny, Shorzy's now got this yeah. big cult following all over the world. Basically, we've got listeners from all over the planet, Australia, yeah. UK, everywhere. How does that feel for you? It's the real man. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's crazy. Like, uh, I, I always wanted to be, to, I always knew I wanted to like, you know, get the music going, be a, like, get a role or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you said, this is a cult. Like it's different. It's a big family, you know? And, and, and like, um, it's forever type of thing. And I realized that when the show dropped, you know, like I saw a bunch of new faces coming in and like tuning into my music and like, you know, and just like trying to know what the fuck I was about. Yeah. So honestly, you know, I was, it was different. It was surreal. Like I never in a hundred years imagined I'd be in a big fucking community like that. Cause I even saw the letter. Can you show live in Phoenix? Was it in Phoenix? Oh yeah. You went to see it live. Yeah. I saw it live. Nice. And bro, Jared comes on the scene and he just says, like, how you know? Everybody says, like, not so bad. Like, bro, I was like, bro, it's different. Yeah, that's I mean, Phoenix yeah. fucking like, Arizona. That's not Canada. That's, yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, and the place was sold out. Like, bro, like, I was just like, nah, this is different. Mm-hmm. You know? That's when I realized, I was like, yo, this is a, we're on a cool thing. And also just the cast and all the, even like the crew, the crew. You know, people behind the scenes are were just amazing. It's just a one big family, you know. It's yeah. dope. I'm grateful to be on this project for sure. So how has it felt um being recognized for a Sharzy? Like fans coming funny, up man. to you and and yeah, has that it's been funny. it's funny. And like I see it like that's I let's say I go to Toronto, I get stopped a lot, you know, but here it's less people, but it's funny, bro. It's like uh Usually it was either for the hockey things or like the music, but now it's like, hey, Dolo, I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny for sure, for sure. That's great. I um, and the people are nice, you know, so it's it's all love for sure. All right, well, um, you know, you've you, I know you've got your own music to promote, but if there's anything else, you you, you promote a a line of uh, clothing as well, don't you? Indeed, it's coming out uh, January. We're gonna get that out soon. Uh, well, we're, the name, everything is changing, so everything is gonna be une fois clothing, une fois the album. The music is out, you know, so you can go tune in the new album we just dropped. We'll be releasing new music in 2023, uh, English album too for the maybe upcoming 2023 USA tour. Oh, Shout nice. Out. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed. I, uh, hope, hopefully, and I mean, we won't put you on the spot because, uh, you know, you can't say anything. None of us expect there won't be at least another two or three seasons of Shorzy. So we're 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 looking forward to seeing you on that. Um, where where can people follow you? Where was the best place? People follow people? me at Joe underscore Dolo Joe D O L O. Uh, the YouTube is the same thing. Actually, the YouTube is Dolo Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Instagram or YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, all those beautiful uh, platforms. But yeah, that's great. Uh, Victor, do you have any uh, final comments or questions? Yeah, oh, well, no, he just answered. I was going to ask, like, are you working on new material right now? And you know, are you yeah. do you generally kind of wait to put a like a traditional album out, or are you worth kind of putting singles out on, um, on Spotify? The traditional album will wait. Uh, 
for like business uh, purposes, just because like it's numbers and all this shit nowadays, you know, like, so yeah. if you drop an album, then you get whatever. But so I'm just going to drop mixtapes. That's how we call them. Uh, right. Small mixtapes uh, and singles. But uh, we're focusing on uh, English mixtapes uh, for February. So that'll be coming up soon. And then uh, some more music for the summer. And then and, you're going to promote by doing some shows, some live shows. Yeah, exactly. That's what, and uh, So when are we going to see you in Toronto? Yes, yes. Let us know. We're working on that. Actually, summer uh, 2023 is looking great so far. Should be uh, across the country, actually. So, yeah. Amazing. All right. Al, I'm putting you in charge to make sure we get tickets. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Well, we'll see. Well, at least, yeah, we'll figure that one out. Uh, Tani, did you have any uh, final questions or comments? Um, so what are you enjoying more, the the uh, music or the acting? Or or is it a is it a mix? I love I love both, you know. Yeah. I love both. It's like uh it, you know, honestly the music like the music is getting stressful because now it's like the work, you know, it's mm-hmm. like I have to fucking make it work. But uh, the acting it's like fucking we go there, we have fun, you know. So I would say I'm having like almost more fun with the acting, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe. but the music in me isn't me you know it's just until Kiso asks you to write one of the episodes then it will be work <laughs> so what? until Jer- I said until Kiso asks you to write one of the episodes then it yeah. will be work yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no but honestly uh we got so much stuff like this guy bro is his machine bro I don't even know how he does everything like that bro he's fucking shooting two seasons a year writing two seasons and all that but that's crazy like this guy is uh, a role model for sure yeah. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, help promote your IG because uh, I follow you on Instagram and uh, almost daily, I'm going to say it's daily. You, you do a live Instagram uh, yeah. chat where you're, yeah. you're basically, you're playing your music. You're, 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 you're basically just doing a live IG while you're working. 100% pretty much what I do is I get to the studio I light up a joint and uh, <laughs> I I look at what I was doing the, the, the day before or whether I take you guys on the journey into the project I'm making as, you know, in the yeah. morning. So it's just to, to connect with you guys, talk with uh, the fans a little bit and get to know everybody, you know. So, yeah, I've joined a nice. few of those and it's been a great and you, you're very responsive and uh, answered all my questions while, I, while I've joined. So if anybody ever wants to hang out with Dolo while he's working, uh, you got to follow him on Instagram and, and uh, you'll be able yeah, to well, do the same. That's amazing. Uh, Dolo, thank you so much for joining us today. You've given us an hour of your time. Very generous, and we appreciate it, and uh, we we can't wait. I know you can't say anything, but we cannot wait for season two of Shorzy. It's it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. <laughs> Fingers crossed, guys. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. All right, and we're going to play us off here with, uh, I mean, one of my favorite songs by Dolo here. It's Feel Blessed. Okay. Feel free to rap along there, Dolo. <laughs> no, that's crazy because there's like the first song we made, me and my, my guy. Yeah. And he said, was like, I like this. I was like, wow. It's great. Met the shawty at the Sherman. She was a little nervous because my reputation, I'm a bad influence. She never met a real G, never seen a whole. All right. And that's all we have for this episode. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PROTOSAN for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron, there's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at PROTOSANPOD. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Hive Social. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to have some sticks with our.
our new friend Dolo. On behalf of Dolo, Victor, uh, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Myself. I can hold you, it's been a too long time since I had a good time, but if you say it's me.